1: Fauci's warning about Super Bowl parties. Now is not the time to do that. Plus, the last face you see.
2: The nurse who tells COVID patients they're going on a ventilator. How scared are these patients?
1: And the college cheerleader going public.
0: They would put their hands too low. She
1: says she was told to act like a temptress at college fundraisers. Then, after this car crash, (laughs) his new face and two new hands. Plus, Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, and the pandemic Golden Globes. The first big award show of the year. How they're going to pull it off. And could this be the longest police chase ever can you believe six hours now we've got uh, lapd units now inside edition with deborah norville
2: hello everybody and thank you for joining us please stay home super bowl sunday that's the word from dr anthony fauci saying now is not the time to be around anyone not in your bubble Health experts fear that the Super Bowl could be a super spreader and much more dangerous than Christmas or Thanksgiving. Stephen Fabian begins our coverage.
3: A dire warning today that the Super Bowl may become another super spreader event. Every time we do
1: have something like this, there always is a spike, be it a holiday, Christmas, New Year's,
3: Thanksgiving. And Super Bowl is a big deal. Dr. Fauci went on a media blitz pleading with Americans to stay away from Super Bowl watch parties. As much fun as
1: it is to get together on a big Super Bowl party, now is not the time to do that.
3: Watch the game and enjoy it, but do it with your family or with people that are in your household. The mayors of Super Bowl rivals Tampa and Kansas City join forces for this PSA, warning people not to take risks to watch the big game. To
4: celebrate in small groups instead of squeezing into a crowded bar.
3: Order takeout from your favorite local restaurant. But thousands are flocking to the Super Bowl experience in Tampa. Megan Alexander is there.
5: Tampa is one of the highest risk areas for contracting COVID and 11 cases of the UK super strain have been detected with large crowds expected for the Super Bowl. Authorities are cracking down on anyone not wearing a mask in public with a $500 fine.
6: We are taking every precaution, but we're also asking everyone to understand their level of personal
3: responsibility. Here in New York, people are once more being vaccinated at the Javits Convention Center after that massive snowstorm shut it down for two days. The vaccine rollout is now a race against time, as there are fears the virus is mutating faster than people can be vaccinated.
5: Who's winning if it's a race between virus and vaccine? Are we vaccinating right now at a pace to keep to keep ahead of these mutant strains,
1: Savannah? We're not because the situation is we still have a demand that far exceeds the uh, supply. Hey, Robin, George and TJ and everybody.
3: And Um, Michael Strahan, who has been absent from Good Morning America for more than a week as he recovers from COVID, sent this message to America.
7: Wear your mask, wash your hands, use your wipes. I did all those things. But it just goes to show me that it takes more than just you as an individual. We gotta, everybody has to do it so that we help out each other. Because it's more.
2: Very true. And with only a fraction of the fans attending the game, you would think that security for the Super Bowl would be less of a challenge. But officials are still preparing for every eventuality, including some you might not think about. Megan Alexander is in Tampa, and she was allowed inside the Super Bowl Security Command Center.
5: The Super Bowl may be very different this year, but it's still all hands on deck to protect the big game.
1: We see no specific credible
5: threat Uh, for this event, uh, but we want to be prepared. We have cameras throughout the city. The Tampa Police Department is giving us an inside look at its joint operations center where over 70 different agencies work together to survey the city. Do you anticipate we will see the crowds this weekend that we normally see even amidst a pandemic?
3: I think we're going to see some crowds.
5: Police Chief Brian Dugan says the fact that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is the first team ever to play a Super Bowl at home creates entirely new security and health concerns. When we win on Sunday, where's everybody going to want to celebrate afterwards? And, you know, we focus on the game itself. And as chief of police, I worry about what's going to happen after the game because crowds are going to want to gather. They're going to want to celebrate. The players are also soaking up this historic Super Bowl experience.
7: I'm going to get a picture of this.
5: Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady took a behind-the-scenes selfie doing the first ever virtual Super Bowl media night.
7: What's up with this crazy
1: media day. I'm sitting here in an empty room. This is very different than, nine, than the other nine experiences.
5: Usually it looks like this, with fans and news outlets from around the world packed shoulder to shoulder vying for a chance to talk with the players. What did your parents say? But this is what it looks like this year. All team interviews are conducted remotely via Zoom. It's
0: it's very different, Uh, obviously just sitting in
3: the empty room and not at at the uh, even in the city of the of the Super Bowl. It's a, a
2: unique experience. It is definitely different. The FBI is also asking for the public to help, saying, if you see something, say something. It has been a long journey, but now, after a devastating auto accident that left a young man burned over 80% of his body, doctors can now say that he has successfully received a transplant of his face and both of his hands. Here's a medical miracle
3: story that has given a man a new chance at life. This courageous young man is writing a new chapter in medical history.
1: Groundbreaking medical
3: news.
7: A historic first.
3: Yeah. Joe DeMayo has had the world's first successful face and double hand transplant. I know I can do everything. It's just I have to teach my hands so I can do it. Joe suffered grievous injuries in 2018 when he was in a fiery car wreck in New Jersey. Anybody he was in a coma for three months and had burns over 80% of his body. Staff at NYU Langone Health Center in New York prepped Joe for the historic transplants last August. He got a kiss from his mom and dad, then 16 doctors working in teams performed the remarkable surgery over almost 24 hours. Joe was on his way to a new life. Open your mouth real wide. Les Trent spoke to Joe today. You
1: said how the swelling seems to go down over time.
3: Yeah,
4: I I actually think for me, it's going down pretty fast because uh, every day I, I see a little
3: more of him. Dr. Eduardo Rodriguez was on the team who carried out the remarkable operation.
7: And it's just a matter of time before he can gain his complete independence and be back to driving and go back to work.
2: And a lot of hard work on Joe's part. In fact, thanks to physical therapy, he is already using his new hands and Joe's even started practicing his golf swing. Other news today, Golden Globe nominations were announced, the award show known as the Wildest Night in Hollywood. But this year it'll be different, with host Tina Fey and Amy Poehler appearing on opposite ends of the country. Jim Ray has more.
4: Congratulations! Woo. Taraji P. Henson and Sarah Jessica Parker announced the Golden Globe nominations live from their homes. That's a first. This is where the Golden Globes are usually held, the Beverly Hilton Hotel. Typically, it's a night filled with glitz and glamour. I've been covering the event for years. I can tell you it is a blast. But this year, the awards will be scaled down. They will be virtual. And for the first time, bi-coastal. Amy Poehler will co-host live from the Beverly Hilton. Tina Fey will be at Rockefeller Center's Rainbow Room in New York.
0: So who's here tonight, Tina? So many great stars. stars.
4: They last hosted the Golden Globes together in 2015 to great reviews. Little did they know that when they signed up for this year, the world would be in an epic pandemic. Make. Make. Today, the film Mank, about the drama behind the making of the 1941 classic Citizen Kane, topped film nominations with six nods.
3: The Prince and Princess of Wales. The Crown
4: led all television series with six nominations. Emma Corrin, who plays Princess Diana, jumped for joy over her first Golden Globe nomination.
6: (laughs) Kaylee Cuoco.
4: Actress Kaylee Cuoco burst into tears for her nomination in the streaming drama series The Flight Attendant. And Sasha Baron Cohen is celebrating today as a triple nominee, one for the trial of the Chicago 7, the two others for Borat.
7: I go to America!
4: The funny man tweeted, wah wah, wah. i am shocked and humbled to be nominated for three Golden Globes. And just in case we don't win any, I've already hired Rudy Giuliani to contest the results. A nod to that notorious hotel room scene in Borat. Amy Poehler recently joked with Seth Meyers about hosting during these unprecedented times. How's prep for the Globes
3: going?
0: So good, Seth. (laughs) Um, The prep is going so good. We just have a few final questions, which is when, (laughs) how, why, where, and what? I would predict that it's going to
6: be some sort of hybrid model.
4: Variety senior correspondent Elizabeth Wagmeister says with Amy and Tina on board, One thing is guaranteed.
0: Whatever the show looks like, it's going to be funny.
2: The 87th Golden Globes will be held February 28th. That's almost two months later than the usual air date. It's a big deal to be a cheerleader for a Division I school, but this former cheerleader for Northwestern University says when she signed up for cheerleading, she did not sign up to be a sex object, to be groped by drunken supporters. And she says that is exactly what happened.
0: This former Big Ten cheerleader is making some shocking allegations. I feel like I was treated like a sex object. 22-year-old Hayden Richardson says that during her time cheering at Northwestern University, Let's go Wildcats! Come on, Northwestern! she was forced to interact with men who sexually harassed and even groped her. She says she and fellow cheerleaders were encouraged to act as temptresses and courtesans at school fundraising events. Tell us what happened to you. I was taking photos with fans that were grown men, and they would put their hands too low. Their inhibitions were lowered because they had all been drinking, and it was a sexually charged environment. Hayden, who cheered for the Wildcats from 2018 to 2020, says when she complained to school officials, she wasn't taken seriously. Our coach condoned that behavior. She put us in these environments where she knew what was going on, and she didn't do anything to stop that. We've heard similar allegations from professional NFL squads last year a washington post expose focused on the washington football team cheerleaders more than a dozen women said they endured frequent sexual harassment and inappropriate touching by wealthy owners of luxury suites the team says it is now working to create a new culture now hayden says similar things were happening at northwestern university located outside chicago She's suing the prestigious institution, alleging cheerleaders were presented as sex objects to titillate the men that funded the majority of Northwestern's athletics program.
6: Sexual harassment and sexual assault are very serious things. And in this case, they were sanctioned and continue to be sanctioned by Northwestern.
0: Never did I think that I would be interacting with adults that are my father's age, my grandfather's age, And I would be told to say, go cats, after they sexually touched me.
2: Northwestern says after their own investigation, they determined no laws were violated. But they say they take the allegations seriously and are committed to fostering a safe environment. The cheer coach, who no longer works at Northwestern, did not return our request for comment. And it was a send-off for a hero as Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick, who was killed during the insurrection, was honored at the very building he died defending.
4: A hero send-off for the officer slain during the siege of the Capitol. An urn carrying Officer Brian Sicknick's ashes and an American flag were carried down the Capitol steps and placed in a hearse, his comrades forming a guard of honor and giving a final salute. That's Officer Sicknick's police-issue mountain bike.
7: It's a short drive across the Potomac River to Arlington National Cemetery, where Officer Sicknick will be buried as he deserves as an American hero.
4: Oh, Sicknick was granted a rare honor, a memorial in the Capitol Rotunda. The President and the First Lady paid their respects last night. Vice President Harris stopped by today. The investigation into the riot took a new turn today following FBI raids on the homes of two men who took part in a rally the day
5: before the riot. And these are the first known search warrants involving people who organized and spoke at rallies that preceded the insurrection. Alan Hostetter and
4: Russell Taylor, who have not been charged, run the right-wing American Phoenix Project. They spoke to Trump supporters in D.C. on January 5th. We are at war, and our voices tomorrow are going to put the fear of God in the coward's and the My Pillow guy can't catch a break. Even the conservative news channel Newsmax refuses to air his debunked election conspiracy theories. We don't want to relitigate
7: the, 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 the uh, allegations that
4: you're making, Mike. The anchor got so fed up, he took off his mic and walked
1: off. Mike,
6: hold on a second. Everybody, hold on a second. Mike, Mike, hold on one second. Let's.
2: We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this
1: next the last face you see
2: to put you on the nurse who tells covid patients they're going on a ventilator You're not gonna any of
6: it. i just try and make sure that they're not scared and
1: could this be the longest police chase ever can you believe six hours We're approaching hollywood boulevard inside edition with deborah norville we'll be right back safe super bowl party it can't be like this next in some edition the first super bowl in the pandemic who should you invite how many people and how to serve food safely super bowl parties 2021 party for one then lost your sense of taste or smell due to covid 19 can eating a burnt orange cure you i was shocked that it worked watch the next in some edition
2: We're getting a unique look at what it's like to care for severely ill patients with COVID. A nurse is sharing what it is like to be the last face patients see before being put on a ventilator. She spoke with Amber Cagliano
0: about how she tries to keep people calm as they fight for their lives. This nurse is the last face COVID patients see before they're put on a ventilator. Savannah, who asked that we just use her first name, breaks the news to them in a way that shows her gentle soul.
6: Hey, Miss Smith. Hey, sweetie. It's your nurse. So, you know those labs I've been drawing all night? Well, the last one didn't look very good, sweetie. But doctor wants to put you on a ventilator.
0: Savannah is just 28. She is a traveling ICU nurse and recorded this reenactment in full PPE gear. I really just wanted to show that healthcare care workers were here and we, you know, we, we love our patients and we we're with them every step of the way. Listen as Savannah lovingly reassures the patient.
6: It's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. Do you want me to get your family on the phone so you can FaceTime them? Okay, okay, we
0: can do that. She knows they know they may never wake up again, and she may be the last face they see before they meet their fate. I want to make sure that families get to talk to their loved ones and that people get to say everything that they need to say. Savannah walks the patient through what will happen.
6: You want to know what it's going to be like? I'm going to give you some nice medication so that you can go to sleep, okay? You're not going to feel any of it and the doctor is gonna put a tube down your throat to help you breathe. But you're gonna be asleep, you won't feel any of it,
0: okay? The comfort that Savannah offers the patients is something they will never forget.
6: Don't worry, I'm gonna be right here with you the entire time, all right? I'm gonna be holding your hand, I'll be right here with you by your side.
0: Savannah has posted videos where she's in tears after a tough day. She was emotional as she recalled being with a patient moments before she died. What did you say
6: to that patient? I just let her know that it was going to be all right and that not to be scared and that her family was right outside and that they loved her.
2: Incredible. By the way, in the early days of the pandemic, 80% of COVID patients put on respirators died. Today, that number has dropped to 35.7%. We'll be right back.
1: Still to come, could this be the longest police chase ever? Can you believe six
3: hours? Approaching hollywood boulevard
2: there's a song kids love called the song that never ends well this is the police chase that never ends
4: It may be the longest police chase in Los Angeles history. For more than six hours, LAPD chased this guy, suspected of having a weapon, as he crisscrossed all over town on surface streets and
1: freeways. We're southbound on the 101, approaching... Hollywood Boulevard what
4: started as a routine traffic stop at 6:50 p.m. Tuesday night did not end until 1:30 a.m. Wednesday morning
1: There were spike strips on the roadway there
4: At one point he ran over a spike strip damaging 3 of his tires but that only slowed him down He continued driving another 40 miles before finally surrendering
2: Wow. The LAPD says the suspect has an extensive criminal history. When we come back, the little girl who just wants to be alone. Finally today, after nearly a year in lockdown, a four-year-old girl from Philadelphia just wants to be left alone. So she's written a song about it.
1: Leave me
2: Yes, she has gone viral. That is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. We'll see you again tomorrow.
3: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at
7: Wondery.com slash survey. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.